Sorry. Sorry, I'm just hacking up a lung in here. Welcome back into the Plank Show right here on The Ref. I'm not sick. Buckets. I'm just, did I miss that? I oh, think so, I but did. whatever. Dang it. You ready uh, You ready to do the Newcastle Casino Top 5 Stories today? Almost. I almost feel like that every single day we get caught up in a text or a, a topic. Like, if you're, if you're just joining in the show today, uh, you have missed out the which sooner would you want at your Thanksgiving dinner conversation. Yep, which our table are you at? Um, John Candy movies, because as we all know, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is the greatest and only Thanksgiving movie out there. Uh, but on the sports side of things, really, I felt like we had a good 14 playoff discussion in hour one, so if you missed that, you can find it on the podcast at krefsports.com. And um, a lot on Brent Venable's press conference from yesterday. So, Without any further ado, it's time for the Newcastle Casino Top 5 Stories of the Day. It's time for the Top 5 Stories of the Day. Brought to you by Newcastle Casino. Newcastle Casino, where real gamers play. Let's go, man. Best reels in town. Earn 20, get 20 Tuesdays and Thursdays from 10A to 10P. And, of course, conveniently located off I-44 Exit 107. Also place your bets in the OTB at Newcastle Casino. All right. Um, Here we go. Big story number five. Number five. All right. This has completely slipped under the radar today, and I apologize. Ginny Baranchek's crew bounced back in a big way last night. Oklahoma improves to 5-1 on the season with a 95-70 win over Arkansas State. Uh, I have forgiven Coach Baranchek for the lack of a response to my congratulations text messages that I send after every game. Uh, but <laughs> they win. That's all that matters. I don't know. Yunusa was really good last night. She finished with 14. Maddie Williams had 14 as well. Kind of a tough shooting night for Taylor Robertson, 3 of 10 from the three-point line, but she finished with nine. A lot of players played, and Oklahoma wins over Arkansas State 95-70. to um, someone had asked about Kelby Washington and the Perkins kid off the Air Comfort Solutions text line, Kaylee Perkins. Is Kelby just injured, banged I, up? I, I've got to imagine she is. Um, I I haven't seen her step on the court yet this year, so I don't know if they're if they're just trying to get her all healed up in time for conference play or if it's something more severe. Kelby seemed to allude on social media that she would be back, so we'll see. I haven't had a chance to get Coach off the record on it, but uh, if I if I would, I would I wouldn't tell you. So we'll we'll wait and see if we have any information. But a good start for OU. They're off until the thirtieth, the thirtieth for OU women's basketball when they're home against Northwestern. Happy State. Thanksgiving, Sooner women. You know, if I ever had a chance to consistently call basketball, that would be one thing that's kind of a little bit alluring, right? Get like an eight-day break early in the season like that? No doubt. So they beat Arkansas State last night. They're off to the 30th next Wednesday when they take on Northwestern State before welcoming in Ole Miss on December 4th. Big story number four. Number four. Since we're on basketball, I wanted to kind of mix and mash the NBA with college basketball. Have you watched any of the Maui Classic, Josh Helmer? I have not. I did yesterday. Creighton, Arkansas, is that where that game was played? Really good game. Yeah, really good game. Uh, It was preceded by a game that I'm still trying to figure out what happened. Now, I'm old enough to remember Louisville 
Louisville winning a national championship with what just seemed like a couple of years ago. Josh, against Texas Tech yesterday, Louisville fell to 0-5 on the season, which has included losses to something named Bellarmine or Bellarmine and uh, uh, App State and noted college basketball powerhouse Wright State. Oh, my goodness. Louisville is 0-5, and they got beat by Texas Tech 70-38. to Now, I, I was watching this game, so I think it's worth pointing out that the halftime score was 32 to 13. I would even add that they've they've added a li- li- little bit more this uh of misery to this because did I just tell you that the halftime score in this game was 32 13. Um Texas Tech started the second half on a 12-0 run and in doing so had scored one less point four minutes into the second half than Louisville had for the entire game. Rough start for Kenny Payne. Rough start for first-year head coach Kenny Payne. Boy, this is uh, this is worse than David Padgett. How long did he even last? <laughs> I think like a season and a half. I, I remember, and then they had Chris Mack. That was there. Remember Chris Mack? They got fired, too. Yeah, which that one you would have thought would have worked out. Thought it would, too. So why, why are they such a mess? I don't know, but it's terrible. They got smoked by Texas Tech. There, there is no universe that Louisville should be 0-5 in basketball. That's so bad. <laughs> and scoring 13 first-half points. So that, that, just, that caught my eye from last night. And real quick, before we get to big story number three and some NFL news, uh, we're off tomorrow, but OU Mints basketball is not. They will take on Nebraska at 4 o'clock. You can hear Toby on the Sooner Radio Network. And then if they win, or regardless of what happens, they'll play on Friday. Uh, and then they'll wrap things up on Sunday. Toby doing the call the games Thursday and Friday, fly to Lubbock, which means there is a slight hope it does not happen chance that I could be calling Saturday's OU Tech game. But I want to make sure Toby gets there. In the meantime, Men's Hoops tomorrow, OU Nebraska, 4 p.m., uh, Sooner Radio Network, and if you're someone that needs the pretty pictures with it on ESPN. One other note from last night. Seeing that we're not a big NBA show, Ben Simmons returned to Philadelphia last night as a player. Here's what he had to say afterwards about the booing. This is not the most audible audio you've ever heard in your life. Oh, that's great. But it is, you know what, it's so bad I don't even think I'm going to play it. No, I want to hear it. You want to hear it? Okay. So here was, where did it go? Here was Ben Simmons on the booing last night and kind of, you know, what what he noticed from it. Being said, did you, were you expecting it to be worse? Or? Those were going to be louder. He Being thought said, it was going to be louder is what he said about the booing. The, the question was. Those were going to be louder. Being said, did you. So there you go. Meanwhile, it wasn't all bad for Ben Simmons last night because there were some fans that were cheering him. A moment before the game where you kind of jumped in the stands and interacted with the fans, were you surprised at kind of the affection they were showing you, and did that maybe help you put put you at ease a little bit going to this matchup? A little bit, yeah. It was it was just nice to see you know have support 
in Philadelphia still, um, and, and lifelong fans, you know, they do support me. So that was that was really cool to see. Um, you know, that's a, and that's a nice feeling. You know, I think I did some things in Philadelphia that can be respected and appreciated. You know, I don't think we all have bad times. So, um, you know, it was good to, you know, have moments like that. I did like that he stopped short of – I think we had some, instead of being like incredible great moments, he's like, we had there some were, good moments. There were some, some moments. moments. <laughs> we had, you know, there were some, some times. And the self-awareness that, look, he knows, they know, it ended poorly, right? right. It did not end the way that anybody wanted. No. And you're not trying to make something of it that it's not. Thunder back in action tonight. They take on the Nuggets. That's at 7 p.m. I believe Bally Sports will be all over that. We have not seen the Thunder since their loss to New York, what, two nights ago. So, OKC and Denver. Here we go. Big story number three. Number three. I'm really dragging here in the top five stories of the day. Let's go. Um, Breaking news. The Jets have named Mike White. It's starter for Sunday against the Bears. Of course, this on the heels of Garrett Garrett Wilson's take on the Jets' offense. Uh, sorry, we out here looking sorry, man. And uh, we know that we're not sorry, so that's that's why it really really hurts. You know, we know that we're better than that. That's why it hurts. I don't know why it bothers me so much that he as a rookie, rookie made those right. comments. He's been hot about that for a couple of days. Huh? It's like. He's right. I mean, he's he's totally right. But it just bothers me that he would do that. I, I don't know. Do you want to hear Mike Tomlin's take on Jeff Saturday? Sure. Okay, so the Pirates, <laughs> the Steelers and the Colts play this week. They've been playing like the Pirates, though, this year. Sure seems like it. And there has been a lot of people pretty hot about Jeff Saturday getting elevated, and it appears to be coming from a lot of the the veteran and experienced head coaches. Here's what Mike Tomlin had to say. My opinion doesn't matter. I'm not a part of that organization. I'm not a part of the decision-making process. I know Jeff. I like Jeff. I think he's a dynamic personality and football lover and charismatic leader, but I have no opinion worth mentioning regarding their hiring practices or that selection in particular is irrelevant to me. I'm focused on the preparation of this group relative to us stepping in that stadium against that group Monday night. Leave it to the hot takers for that, right? I think that's a good answer. They're wanting him to tee off on them, right? They're wanting all these coaches to talk about how dare they. And a handful have, right? Bill Cowher did. But then all of a sudden, the Christopher Russo's of the world were the ones coming out saying, ah, leave me alone. Let me alone. He deserves an opportunity. You got a pretty good mad. I'm working on it. I'm fine tuning it. And then everyone's like, oh, I don't want to be on Russo's side on this. Yeah, he sucks. Get him out of there. Uh, Three games tomorrow in the National Football League. Here's what it looks like 11 30 a.m. Terrible game. Bills Lions. 3 30 p.m. Giants Cowboys. 7 20 p.m. Pats Vikings. This is my annual. Reminder, until the Detroit Lions have a winning season, please, I'm begging you, abolish them from Thanksgiving games. I'm sick of it. So, I have a yearly tradition, and it's just because I, I, I'm i not good enough to get a Monday through Friday national show, so I always get these fill-ins. So, I have kind of my Thanksgiving fill-in tradition of telling the story why the Lions play on Thanksgiving. Do you know the story why? I think we go through this every year, but feel free to enlighten me again. Let's do it at the bottom of the hour because I want to I want to get to the stuff that people really 
are fired up about, like the four-team playoffs, a big story number two. Number two. Yeah, I do do it on this show, too, every single Thanksgiving. Well, so. because every single Thanksgiving, I talk about how the Detroit Lions shouldn't be on TV. Do you know what's funny about it? So, as, as a kid who grew up in St. Louis, the St. Louis Cardinals, when they were the Big Red, go Big Red, whenever the Cardinals were rolling, okay, there's an ox. The Cardinals were never rolling. But when the St. Louis Cardinals were playing football in St. Louis, Josh, there was that big push for a while to have them play on Thanksgiving. And they did. And then quickly the NFL realized, oh, okay. Yeah, this is this is not as popular as having Dallas play on Thanksgiving. Sure. All right, biggest outrage from last night. I didn't have one. I didn't have one from the four-team playoff ranking. It's the easiest thing in the world. You have four undefeated teams, rank them one through four. LSU at five is a little bit of a joke, but if you realize that LSU is out of this, it's simple. they got to beat George, and that's the only way they're getting in. You're good. LSU is not in a good spot. USC, though, is. But why is Clemson not? So, Boot Carrington, afterwards, it has a press conference, was asked about why they had LSU not just ahead of USC, but ahead of Clemson. Let's try this again. I don't know why this plug hates me today. Again, we're looking for growth during the course of the season. Um, and LSU, since that um, loss to Florida State, um, you know, in, in the way that they've played and the way they continue to improve, uh, the win over Alabama, the convincing win over Mississippi, um, are, are two things that we've really looked at. Um, with regard to Clemson, you know, yeah, it does matter. Six and one against teams over 500. Um, the, the two ranked teams are in there. But, but as we look at it in the comparable to um, the, the Notre Dame loss um, in, in South Bend, 35 to 14, and, and how that game uh, kind of went down as, as each member of the committee who's watching it and studying it and, and looking at everything came back with the conclusion that we uh, saw LSU at five and Clemson at eight. So, in other words, there is a little bit of smarminess in there where it's like who's watched everything and gone through everything. And they're like, well, so have kind of all of us on this process? Relative to the nerd aim loss, Clemson is nerd. number eight. I still like – Josh is convinced he didn't say Notre Dame but said nerd aim. So – <laughs> From here to four, Notre Dame will be known on this show as Nerd Aim. Meanwhile, speaking of Nerd Aim, uh, why is why is Clemson having to pay such a price for that loss? Here's Boo on Clemson's resume. Well, in our protocol, conference championships are part of what we talk about. So, from that standpoint, not not clearly not going to project. Uh, forward as it, as it relates to that. But, you know, a, a really good football team, uh, I think it's trying to figure out what, what stands out for them. Uh, really good defensive line, really good defensively, uh, with, with what they've done, you know, six and one against teams, uh, over 500. And, and again, I know this can sound re- repetitive, but in watching them, you're looking for something that makes them, uh, different, makes them stand out. In that respect, Coach Sweeney's done a great job uh, again this year uh, with his team, uh, but the committee views them as the number eight team. So just a real quick translation there for you, too, because they did say we're looking for something to stand out, but while their coach is a great coach, 
we're not seeing anything that's standing out right now. That's essentially what he's saying, right? I mean, am I crazy? We appreciate what he's doing. Dabo's a great coach, but <sighs> nothing really standing out this year whenever it comes to outside of they're just 10 and 1. Clemson. Right. Oh, they're just 10 and 1. What does it mean? So we have to have them in the top 10. Did they even think about moving up TCU? There's conversation, you know, it's, uh, every week we, we go through it um, and make sure that the first thing we do is look at one through four and make sure that we're comparing it and looking at um, the, the games from the previous week as well as both offense and defense. And when you look at uh, the balance of Ohio State, uh, the balance of, uh, of Michigan, you know, TCU is 8-0 against teams above 500, which is really impressive and has been impressive to uh, the committee. But, but, again, as we look at that, that the, their ability to come back in games where, to, to a large degree, Ohio State and, and Michigan have not. And, and, as I said last week, that win over uh, Notre Dame by Ohio State is, um, you know, an impressive second wind um, on top of the Penn State win. Boy, it really does sound like he's saying Notre Dame instead of Notre Dame. Especially in uh, his Clemson response. Ohio State and, and Michigan have not. And, and as I said last week, that win over uh, Notre Dame. By- <laughs> Nerd aim. <laughs> Can't unhear it. All right, big story number one. Number, number one. one. Number one. Number one. I think we hit a lot of the highlights from the Brent Venables press conference. He was he was asked about, you know, the one thing we haven't played yet was just looking back on Saturday and grading, you know, in, in, in the way that they kind of saw the defense perform. You know, you have your, your post-game press conferences where – you know, he's asked 100 times, hey, how did the defense play? How did the defense play? I think James is at, at SMA overall. How did you feel looking back at Stu, the overall defensive performance for the Sooners as they get set for Texas Tech? Big story number one right here on the ref. They did terrific. Uh, graded out really well. Uh, very productive. Um, didn't see a lot of uh, drop-off. Uh, you know, that's not ideal in the – tempo of the game, the flow of the game, you know, and how we were playing, you know, on, on, on defense dictated that to a certain degree. Uh, not an easy thing to manage necessarily, but I thought those guys played really well. So they uh, played with great competitive strain, you know, for uh, the entirety of the game. There you go. There you go. Competitive strain. Let's Let's keep it up. Down in Lubbock. Spain is leading Croatia. That's a replay, right? Hasn't played Spain and Costa Rica. Cro- Costa Rica. Oh, okay. I get my flags. No, I think this is this is live. Is this live? Okay. Spain's up four zip on Costa Rica. Four now. In group E. Looks like they actually have a decent crowd at this one. All American roofing, World Cup coverage. I, I feel like every single one of these matches I walk there I watch. They're being played in front of half-empty stadiums. This is the first one where I feel like there's a lot of people there. So, kudos, Cutter. Maybe they got a big Spain contingent there. Well, they expect to win this thing. Do they? Looking good with all the favorites falling apart around them. Earlier today, Japan beat Germany 
It's so exciting that uh, the United States beat England on Friday. <laughs> I like the way you're thinking. I just when, when people start going, I hate to be this guy, and I'm, I'm I love Toby's passion for soccer. It's helped me learn. I, you know, I was blessed to work for gosh close to 20 years with Pop, one of the smartest soccer people I know. I'm just listen. I have no other way to put it. I'm just really dumb when it comes to soccer. I'm just dumb. I, I'm not smart about understanding the strategy of it, except ball goes in net. And whenever, ooh, what a move! Whenever you get to a situation where you're starting to talk about where guys play professionally, and then understanding the difference between leagues, I'm not, I'm just not smart. So I leave it to the intelligent people. I just enjoy watching when a goal is scored and the ball goes in the back of the net. There is my World Cup coverage for you. Finite amount of sports information. That can be consumed or processed. Look, I, I know this is a big brain, right? But most of that big brain has eroded. Um, so now it's just a little bit of room for football, lot, a lot of room for college football than everything else Some outside of softball. Morty. Right. Dude, the latest Rick and Morty, fantastic. Two, last two, fantastic. But anyway, I digress. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We got more on OU and Texas Tech. We heard from Chris Level this morning. And weather continues to be interesting. I got an update this morning from Dr. Kevin Clazel on Saturday in Lubbock, and I'll share it with you next on The Ref. You were singing this song, and it got stuck in my head. Now it's all I want to hear. Spain almost. Oh, they did out a goal! Go, go, go! Espanol! What's the, uh, who's the goal scorer for United States earlier this week? I don't know who scored the goal, but I know. Oh, yeah. He he. I don't know if that was his plan on the goal call or if he just got caught in the middle of it. It worked out okay. To Jonathan, Way! I still have that around here. I don't even think that's the, the guy's name, Patrick Way. Or hold on, hold on. We can. I, I'm telling you, I've got more audio that I've stored over the last few days in my computer than humanly possible. All right, here you go. Let's. Oh, Pulisic has Way. Pulisic rolls it in. Tim Way. Wayne Hennessy into the back of the net to give the United States their first World Cup goal in eight years. Yeah, you know, that's also kind of BS to say. They hadn't played in the World Cup in eight years. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't qualify for the last one. <laughs> it's not like they played and missed out, dude. Come on, calm down. Um, all right, you want, a, you want a couple of uh, Air Comfort Solutions texts? 405. Sure. Okay, here's, here's the... Um, Here's a couple of good ones. We were talking to collectives a little earlier on the program. Uh, 405. I like the analogy that OU is working NIL with the Apple business model. We won't be the first to be successful with NIL, but we will do it and do it better. Man, I still think that there is a challenge in the NIL world. I, I still think that you know, you're know you dealing with a, a lot, a lot of boosters who are trying to still help buy recruiting classes. I mean, it's still the reality of it. So you're you're battling that if you're everyone, right? And we see how it works when you do go out and quote unquote buy a recruiting class, right? Look at look at Texas A&M, already guys starting to enter the portal like crazy. But if you know, my understanding is correct. The NCAA found a model that they liked, and they've passed that along to many different programs. Or they've passed it on to their member institutions, and many of the programs are like, okay, let's get this going now to see 
Canopy situation where everyone you sign, it's yeah, you got fifty grand. You know, it's I mean, if it's grand a year, not bad for a college kid, right? That's your foundation. Are you, you can make up me? to here. Yeah, that's, it's huge. That's better than some adults make professionally. Then, then, all right, we'll work. Let's just say hypothetically that quarterback recruit Josh, because you have everyone has interests in life beyond football. So let's say you have. Oh, I can give you one now. I can give you one. Key Lawrence. You know what Key Lawrence loves to do? He What's loves. That? He loves to bowl. He's a big bowler. So. Maybe you get a guy like Key Lawrence, and it's like, hey, you love to bowl? Let's get you involved with uh, Sooner Bowling, and maybe we can have some events that can bring in more money for you and and have fun with it and use that as a way to build your NIL. You know what I really want to be if football doesn't work out for me? I think I want to be a, I think I want to be a broadcaster. Well, great. Here we go. Um, well, that's tremendous. The, uh, the Plank Show is looking. That's right. We're looking for it. And maybe it becomes a way where you're a paid consultant or you start your own podcast like Jeremiah and Brayden. Brayden Willis. Did. Yeah. So I, I like the way that you put that. That's that's really well done. Uh, for the 731, do you think there will be a merger with some of these collectives? Some fans feel as if they're getting pulled in three or four different directions when donating. They want to help but struggle trying to find and figure out who to give to. This And, again, this was – this was part of the problem out of the gate. You gotta, it, and I'm. I know this is unfair to say, because everyone's schedule is so busy, and everyone wants to, you know, instantly be able to do things to help. But Josh, you got to do a little research on it, right? And here's the research that I've found out. You know, really dig to make sure that whomever you're giving to or whom you choose to support that the percentages aren't out of whack in what they're selling, what they're giving to the student athlete, right? If it's – some of these were up to like 40%, 30 to 40% that they were taking. That's a lot, right, for a player to just maybe is making $200, $300 off of it. Uh, so that would be something big. But I, I honestly – I just think now going forward, you know, if you haven't invested yet – the best way to do it is is with the new collective that OU has started, essentially, or that is seemingly affiliated. And I think eventually one Oklahoma and what's it called, the Crimson and Cream, I think they'll all be under one roof eventually. Which is what everybody wants, strengthening Oklahoma, all yeah. of them. And I've been begging for that. I mean, I've been begging for that from the moment that this started getting carried away. I think everyone has good intentions. Right? I don't think anyone is getting after this to try to get rich, but – it's it's a fair question. And then uh, it's pretty good because we were playing the clip on C.J. Colton for the 405. I love C.J. Colton and hope he returns, but I think Kenai Walker and Gentry Williams will be great. Well, I agree with you on Gentry Williams. I think he's going to I think he's gonna be a rock star. I haven't seen enough of Kenai Walker to truly know. I mean, yeah. I, I hope you're right, but, you know, I, good things from Louisville. But I just I haven't seen enough of him to be able to sit here and confidently say, plug him into that other corner and you got a shut down guy. Well, I don't know. And maybe Gentry Williams will be that star that people think that his uh, you know recruiting profile would lead you to believe that he would develop into. All I know is we got somebody in C.J. Colden that's had three PBUs and three picks this season, Not bad. and has started to play some good football here coming down the home stretch. So. You give me a chance at a proven commodity, I'm good with a proven commodity. Goal Spain, 5-0. They're rolling over Costa Rica right now. They might uh, – I don't know what the 
over-under was in this match, but they might hit it by themselves. Someone said Alice's Restaurant is a good Thanksgiving movie? Hold on here. Let's see. Alice's Restaurant. I see Alice's Restaurant Massacre, a song by Arlo Guthrie. Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Um, Alice's Restaurant Massacre is all I see. I Are you making up a movie, sir? Nope. Here we go. <laughs> are you texting us and making up a movie? 1969 American comedy film, an adaptation on the 1967 folk song, Alice's Restaurant Massacre. Arlo Guthrie is apparently in it. So there you go. Ah, good old Arlo. Hmm. 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 Don't know. I will have to watch and judge for myself before I put it uh, under greatest Thanksgiving movie ever. It's certainly, I don't know if it's part of the John Candy family of films. Yeah. Um, anything on by Job from his weekend visit right sooner in Texas? That's a Parker Thune question. I have no clue on that. I've got good news for you sooner in Texas. Standing outside the Brown O'Haver studio is Parker Thune. And exactly 23 minutes from now, he is taking this microphone, and he will give you an update. And I would just say this. Generally speaking, the fact that By Job even made that decision to be at that game. Pretty big deal. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that alone, the tea leaves there are positive. Sioux City Sooner. Great text. Fantastic. Text of the day. We've had many of those. If Americans wanted to watch someone try to score for two hours and not score, we would just go to the bar. That seems to be a shot at soccer. Little shot at soccer there, Sioux City Sooner. There's been five goals in this game. All right, we got a break. When we come back, um, that's the best of the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Keep it coming. Um, oh, Realtor Chris, by the way, close second on best text of the day. Thursday worries, dry turkey. Can't have it. Can't win, can't win with them. Won't do it. It's a plank show right here on The Ref. The Thanksgiving Day tradition of the Detroit Lions originally hosting the Chicago Bears started in 1934, Josh. George A. Richards, a local radio executive who had recently purchased oh my Gosh. That seemed a little excessive on the sneeze. Is my dad in the hall or something right now? We've had it's like, some of that this this week. Oh my gosh. I've been dealing with that too, so I have I have a little sympathy, but let's make sure that doesn't happen again. That was like uh Good violent. Lord. I was like, you okay? I'm gonna go check on that person. Um George Richards, a local radio executive, recently purchased and relocated the team. He came up with an idea to play on Thanksgiving in an effort to improve ticket sales and help the Lions get more attention. And guess what? It worked. There was a sellout crowd of roughly 26,000 fans. And from then on, a tradition was born. With the exception of 1939 and 1944, the Detroit Lions have played annually on Thanksgiving. Those must have been some glorious years in 39 through 44 when you didn't have to deal with watching the Lions on TV. In 1966, the Dallas Cowboys became the Thanksgiving team because in 1966, Josh, TV quickly realized 
Why don't we make some money on these these games right now? And a second Thanksgiving game was added to the slate. Aside from 1975 and 1977, when the NFL attempted to add the St. Louis Cardinals into the mix based on popularity, the Cowboys have hosted every year on Thanksgiving. 2006, the league added a third Thanksgiving game. You know, something dorky that you and I would totally dig and probably Go ahead. nobody else. I would love an NFL TV history of documentary. Some, and, you know, these types of items would fit into that, right? That's right. I mean, because that's fascinating that Detroit realized, okay, hey, let, let's try and promote this thing on a day where nobody works, right? Thanksgiving sell tickets, boom, and it worked. And then all of a sudden the TV side of it, oh, wait a second. We can have multiple games yep. happen on Thanksgiving and on and on and on and on. The evolutions. It's funny to me, and I've I've overly read up on this and have nerded out on it, but it's kind of funny to me because it's now the NFL has looked at it and said, gosh, this Thanksgiving thing is so great. You know, like, what about Christmas? Game on Christmas yeah. wouldn't be a bad idea. And, you know, while we're at it, maybe a game on Black Friday, too, wouldn't suck too terribly much, right? Now, sometimes it's going to be tough because Christmas might fall on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, but you're going to see it more often. And Black Friday, Peter King has been reporting this literally, it seems like, for three years now. As part of the new TV deal, I think it was Amazon or somebody wanted a Black Friday game, which would be brilliant for you know those who still get in their car to go drive to shop places outside of just doing it all online. You know, Black Friday would be a good time for Amazon Prime, where I take my iPad with me, wait in the car, whatever it might be. If you do have to go shopping, now I'm very envious of those of you who have unlimited unlimited digital plans because I do not. Well, and it's the perfect merchandising opportunity to sell this piece of tech with that and oh by the way you get one year's free amazon sure. prime yeah. on the black friday date where guess what the game is on amazon prime it's a great point it's a great point so that is why the detroit lions always play on thanksgiving for those of you who are very angry about it there's <laughs> there is you know obviously one man that you can point a finger at and that would be the old owner of the Detroit Lions, who also, in addition to making all of his money in owning, well, actually, who made all of his money in owning a radio station back in the day, George, George Richards. He, hopefully he got out in time. Purchased an NFL team, and the rest was history. All right, when we come back, we got six games we're going to pick for the weekend. We call it our six-pack of picks. But on this Wednesday, we're going to pause on the six-pack of picks and give you what can be the more affordable and effective four-pack tall boy. Because there's four games we need to pick tomorrow, John. Four 16ers. Bush Light, Bud Ice. You can get rich and get you the Bud Light ones. Pacifico. But, uh, but dude, if they have a four-pack of Pacifico, Allen, make it happen. But you can get that four-pack of Bud Ice for like three bucks. Three bucks, Josh. So our four-pack of picks coming up next. Six-pack still to come on Friday, because we do have to do a show on Friday. We do. Four-pack next right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back into 
the Plank Show Steve right up. here on the Home of Sooner Fans. That, uh, that escalated quickly during the break. It's now 7-0 Spain. Yeah. You know, we also have basketball going on right now, do we not? Gosh, it's so great. I love the holidays. Oh, let's see here. There you go. The battle for Atlantis. I know Kansas is in action. Let's get a score update. North Carolina State and Kansas. Oh, of course, I turn it on at a time when they don't have the score up. They're showing the Creighton highlight from last night. But yeah. That's a huge win for them. Yeah. Um, they're showing the uh, Creighton beat Arkansas last night, 90 87. It was a fun game. The game that wasn't fun, Josh, the game right before it. <laughs> whenever whenever Louisville had like 100 hung on him by Texas Tech, well, they scored 30. Anyway, oh, I guess I could look on my phone and get a score update. That's pretty, it's pretty on. On brand for me to sit here and stare at a TV and not realize, oh, hey, you idiot, you have every score right here at your fingertips if you want it. No, 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 bro. I'll wait until they give it to me on this TV station right here that is more consumed with telling me how nobody watches the Big 12 and how bad uh, TCU is and actually give me updates. 39-31 at the half, Kansas on top of North Carolina State. All right. We got four games tomorrow, Josh Helmer. Four. Football games, three in the National Football League, one in the college ranks. So yep, instead of our instead of our six pack picks, we're gonna with four pack here. Um, where do you want to start? You want to get the college game out of the way here, real quick? Sure. Ole Miss, Miss State. Uh, this line opened at five and a half, down to two and a half, and I I don't know why. I don't know of any injury situations. Well, here. people people don't think that Ole Miss has a coaching staff that's dialed in. There's thoughts that, yes, Kiffin is going to take that Auburn job. And that's even from some Ole Miss people, by the way, that think right. that he's legitimately looking at it and, and thinking seriously about it. Neither here nor there. I just think Ole Miss is going to play a lot better than they did versus Arkansas regardless. Even if Lane Kiffin's about to take that Auburn job, I like Ole Miss to win this Egg Bowl. I like them to cover the – well, it's two and a half. So I like them to win by at least a field goal plank. I'm with you. Give me Ole. Um, I love Mississippi State. I love Mike Leach, and I'll watch their bowl game. But they can't stop the run, and Ole Miss can run it. So give me, give me Ole minus the two and a half. All right, NFL, 11.30 a.m. Maybe you're starting to snack a little bit, a little appetizer. Oh, do you want to add one more thing on the college game? No, I was oh, just going to let you – we can snake draft it here. Oh, beautiful. Lines, Bills. Detroit always hopping on Thanksgiving. And it seems, Josh, based on my memory – the Lions appear to play well. So I'm going to take the Lions plus the nine and a half. I think it's been a rough week for Buffalo. Uh, this will probably be a get-right game and I'll look like a fool, but give me the Lions plus nine and a half. Now, have I ever told you guys why the Lions play on Thanksgiving? The The Lions getting blown out on Thanksgiving. Don't the tell Bills, me that. Don't say that. It was way too good of a team statement win on Thanksgiving. If If this is a close game or if the Lions pull this off, the seat's suddenly getting hot for Sean McDermott. And I know you're like, do I be like seven and four? What, what would they be at that? Seven and four? They would be seven and four. Yeah. No. Man, this is a team with championship aspirations and with Sean Payton floating around out there. Yeah. Well, and to have beaten Kansas City and potentially not get the one mm. would be a, a big disappointment. They're going to look good uh, tomorrow, though. Um, 330. Cowboys looked really good last week for the Giants and the Cowboys. What say you, Josh? 
I think nine and a half, by the way. Did I, I say I, that? So I'm probably feeling about this game the way you're feeling a little bit about the, the Lions-Bills game. I do think the Giants find a way to hang around just enough. I like the Cowboys to win, but I like the Giants to cover that nine and a half number. All right. I um, I do, too. I do, too. I've got the Giants plus nine and a half. And then finally, Vikings-Patriots. Um, I like the Patriots plus the two and a half. I think the Vikings win a very close, ugly game. Final score of like 17 to like 15 or something stupid like that. But I like the maybe like 15 to to, to a 13. But I like the Vikings to win the game, a close game. Patriots cover two and a half. From our friend Shania Twain, that don't impress me much, your punt return touchdown, New England Patriots. Uh, so I, I do think the Vikings coming on the heels of just getting absolutely throttled That's right. by Dallas plays much, much better this week. I think uh, in terms of entertainment, this game, uh, I can see this not being very entertaining All right. at the end of tomorrow night. I'm, uh, I'm hoping for some close games. Give us something to talk about on Friday. Everyone have a great Thanksgiving, man. It's my favorite holiday. Uh, it's 1 and 1A. One 4th of July is number one, but Thanksgiving is close. Family, turkey, football, don't get much better than that. We so, are thankful for you, Ref Army. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Yeah, um, I am as well. So have a great day. Steel Man and Thune at noon are coming up next. We'll see you guys back here on Friday. Have a great Thanksgiving.